Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter, here with Greg Romero Wilson. Uh, hey, hey. We're, we're back, uh, waiting for Don Fry as well as Sean McCorkle. Um, and it's going to be a great show. Uh, man, I just got back from Tennessee. I was in Tennessee last week. I saw that. The, the comedy catch. Is Chattanooga a tough town to get to travel wise? Yes, yes, yes. I flew right into Chattanooga. And of course, the night before, they told me they canceled my flight. Didn't tell me, like, didn't tell me they canceled my flight. Uh, so rather than have like um, uh, a 20 minute layover, it was a 12 hour layover. Uh, so oh was, my God. Oh, so you ended up sleeping like in the airport? Yeah, like on the floor. People are walking over. Oh like, my uh, God. Brutal. And then I got there, I went right to the show. Like I got in at like 5.30, right to the show. I'm still like, you know, I don't even know oh where. My God. So it took them forever to have another flight to Chattanooga. Yes. Yeah. There's like so what time? Flight. What time was your flight supposed to be the day before? I was supposed to get in at at nine o'clock in the morning. Instead, I got in at six. Oh, okay. So six in the afternoon. You know. So it was just like oh, brutal. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, had yeah. to sit there all day at the airport. Yeah. That's the worst, man. And it happened. Listen, when you travel as much as we do, it happens. And and you never wanted to happen, but then when it happens, you're like, oh, this is it. This is I'm the guy this time. This is my turn. I'm the guy that's sitting here for 12 hours trying to make himself comfortable. Like yeah. it's the worst. I'm so sorry, buddy. That's all good. The shows themselves were great. Although I gotta say, like the crowds are definitely like excited to be at the shows, but it's almost like they created like you know how you like create a dog when you're training it, and then all yes. of a sudden you let it out of the house and it just goes ballistic. Yeah, that's we're looking how, at one. That's how crowds are now at comedy. That's how I am right now in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going fucking bizarre. Not really, but I mean that's how I feel, you know. So I get it. I completely get it. This woman was like the whole time heckling, like oh oh, yelling, but it wasn't like she was like being mean. She was just having too much fun, almost, you know. And then she's like, "I want to tell a joke." And I'm like, "No, no, you can't tell." Oh me. my god! So uh, she gets up and walks towards the stage, and I'm she's been like, dreaming of this moment. For one year, she's been at home thinking about how she should have been a comedian. And next time she's going to go to a comedy show and she's going to get on that stage. So I'm like, sit what down. is it about you? People just feel like they can do it to you. I'm like, sit down, miss. I'm like, you can't have the mic. You can't have the mic. You can't. She goes, she agreed to the mic. I'm like, no. She goes, you said I could have the mic. I, I go, no. I feel like I was talking to my two-year-old. I mean, my two-year-old actually listens better. Right. Uh, so I was at least like, you're at least you're you know you're in rhythm. You you've been in camp for this <laughs> moment. <laughs> so it was just like, oh my god. So that 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 was one. But the rest of the shows were really good. And then I went to Toothless Tom. Tom Galicio opened up his own gym. 
Yep, the one that he was charging, like, pay what you can or yeah, something yeah, like that. Right, yeah, yeah. He has 65 people that joined this gym. I can't believe it. And he wanted me to come teach everything. He goes, hey, why don't you come coach a wrestling clinic? And I was like, oh, all right, I'll do it. You know, I haven't coached. Totally, you love that stuff. What are you talking about? I do, but it was like a day off, you know, like without the Right, right, right. Like, Any other day you would have been yes, but that day you're like, I really would like to just rest today. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and the night before I was sleeping, I was traveling like a man, you know. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll come in. So there was three people that joined. One guy has tattoos all over his face, like just Spider-Man. And he said that he joined this gym because he summoned that an MMA gym would, would like, would appear. And, and it did. So he's all into like crystals and, and you know, I might've been sure, no one knows his background, where he came from, why he has tattoos all over his head and his face. The guy was the nicest guy. But then it was another guy who was like 350 pounds, drove like a John Deere. And then like some black dude, that, that was my class. And they were, they couldn't wait to learn anything. They were thrilled. But it, I'm like, this is like the average Joe's from Dodgers. Yeah, like, absolutely, I was, absolutely. These <laughs> guys are not, these guys are not on the first steps of a career in MMA. No, no, no. And their leader is Tom Galicchio, who got like pads or whatever with like smiles and a tooth missing on all the pads. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty cool. And then that girl showed up to my show, Jenny Savage, or her boyfriend, uh, yeah. the, girl, the girl who stormed the cage in bare knuckle boxing, who got like a, a drink thrown at her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she came to the show. She's like really hot and really sweet in real life, and uh, she wants to. Find I love it. She's the MMA version of the Cash Me Outside girl. Ha <laughs> <laughs> That girl made a million dollars on OnlyFans. Like, yeah, I know. I saw it. Yeah. Didn't she even post the receipts? Yeah, which is crazy. It's just like, I mean, she just turned 18 last week. Is, are, are, that, are there that many perverts in this fucking, like, waiting? Yes. Like, is, like, yes. Like, who's like, <laughs> oh, a, a million dollars she made? Like, <sighs> to, to do what? What did she you do? You know what, though? At least she finally made something. It was, she had what we call, you like, per- Fruitless celebrity. I mean, she was like famous for no reason, so there was nothing she could do with it other than make appearances. And now she found a way to do that. You know, she basically just making appearances with her with her fucking with her ass out. But good for oh, her. She at least oh, finally made some money with it. I actually did your joke, uh, Greg, because uh, when I was teaching the, the clinic, that big guy is like, "I need a break for a sec," and I go, "Boner timeout." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it didn't go over as well there no, as it killed. is right here. It killed. They were all, oh, they, no, no. Were, they, were, they were dying laughing. It, you know, I insist that it's a thing. I, 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 there's got to be places where the motor timeout is a thing. So, uh, and then I, and then I dropped my kid at school for the first day. Cause she's, you know, she's almost three. She's starting like pre-K and uh, you know, I, I was, I was nervous. Like I was, I was super, I was more nervous than she was. So then like she goes right into class you know, they got to wear masks, which is like, uh, but whatever. It, it is what it is, right? And she goes to play, and then the teacher's like, hey, you want to say goodbye to them? And then she looks at us and starts crying, like hysterical crying. And it like breaks. That sounds her. right. There it is. Finally, the correct response. So then I like, so then my wife and I left. And I, I go to the principal. I'm like, hey, listen, uh, um, do we have to pull her out? Because she's crying. She's like, uh, she's been here five minutes. <laughs> <Relax>. <laughs> I feel like they've seen this before. Uh, yeah, I'm like, like if it, if it goes all day, 
that's one thing. But I'm like, are you sure? Because I can just take her home with me. And like, I was. I was, <laughs> I was you're turning into that, Dad. You're like, are you sure? I can maybe just keep it with me. And you know what? This is only a bad idea. Do you do refunds? Do I have like yeah. a three day lemon law rule or anything? Or? Oh, yeah. But she's just, so they sent us pictures all day. She's having a great time. Uh, McCorkle, how are you doing, man? Uh, I've been better, but I'm doing all right now. That uh, that story reminded me, man, of uh, when I dropped my girl off for my daughter off for first day of pre-K five. Like she was walking up there with her little backpack, and then she turned around like right before she went inside and waved at me and blew me a kiss, and then I cried like a baby, like as I pulled away <laughs> because she was, uh, yeah, it seemed like she was growing up, and then now suddenly she's 22. Man, it's a it's amazing. That's why I tell you all the time. I know I like a broken record, but. Like, it goes so fast, man. You will be shocked. Like, before you know it, she'll hate your guts, and she'll be 16 and won't talk to you and never leaves her room. And you're like, okay, I don't know what, what I did wrong, but all right. And, um, yeah, as they get older, they come back, I guess, man. But uh, now I've been sick, she's, man. Wait a minute. She's that. 22. You have a 22-year-old daughter? Yeah, and a 19-year-old how, boy, man. Okay, okay, how tall are they? Did <laughs> they get funny, the height? My, uh, you know, my dad was six foot. My mom was 5'5". Five five. Uh, I ended up being 6'7". My daughter was on on course as a girl they said i thought she was gonna be six three on her growth chart she's oh now God. five six like she just stopped growing <laughs> at, at 12 she didn't grow she anymore pulled a wilson she just stopped yeah, yeah. <laughs> at five and my my son's about six one six two and he still appears to still be growing at 19 he's still growing so it's a wow. it's well, a see, weird thing you man. know what though that worked out the right way then because it would if it had been me i would have wound up with a six foot daughter and a five foot fucking son yeah. and you know and the daughter would be a lesbian, and the son... Oh, no, the daughter would be straight, but the son would be gay. <laughs> the son would be a lesbian. The son would be a lesbian. You ever see Brock? I, um, man, I always Brock? thought about that. It's funny, because um, like, I, I would never date tall girls. I didn't like them, so I had a girl that was really into me for a long time, and I, I just wasn't going for it uh, back when I was single. And she finally, like, what is the problem? I said, sorry, I just she was six foot tall. I just don't like tall girls. And she was like, you're a fucking giant. How, like, how dare you discriminate against me for being tall? When you're six seven, I was like, I just number one, I just didn't. I like tall girls, and I didn't want nine foot tall children. So like that was yeah. Uh, They're good. Hey, you know, listen, that, thing, that so. child could be paying your bills right now. With that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, and the other thing, we used to know a gal, this tall gal in New York, and I want to say it was it was maybe Veronica Mosey that did this joke, but she was like. Short bitches, quit stealing all our tall men. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, you're short. You can have any of these guys. I'm six feet tall. I need someone at least six three. And she's like, but every time I see one, he's with this four foot seven little tomato. And she's like, leave <laughs> our tall men alone. <laughs> yeah. You ever see? It's kind of Lesley? similar to when uh, black women hate white women for dating black men. They're like, is it if it isn't hard enough to find a good black man? This is black women saying it, not me. But like, then you got these white bitches coming and stealing them all. So I'm like, I don't know. But. You ever see uh, Brock's daughter, Brock Lesnar? No. Uh, yeah. she, <laughs> she be, um, she's like going to be like an Olympian, like shot putter. She's like, is she just like, just built like a brick shit house? So, yeah, she's like, talk about genetics, man. Like Sable and Brock. I mean, she's going to be, uh, she's going to be a world. I also heard, uh, I also heard she beat Brock Lesnar in a Brock Lesnar lookalike contest. Cause it looks I like got, someone copied and pasted her face on, on Brock's face on her body. But. I think she's in high school. So we're not going to go there, but, uh, but I'm just saying oh, that like, as far as, genetic, as far as genetics go, wow. I mean, she's, strong. yeah, she's going to be, she's going to be, she's going to be a powerful, powerful person. Yeah. Yeah. Don Fry, how are you? I'm good, sweetheart. How are you? 
Oh, by the way, so did, you just, did you just finish a breakfast bowl of barbed wire? <laughs> yeah, <it was> good. <laughs> Man. By the way, uh, I was on stage, Greg, and there was a couple, and the girl was wearing a mask, and the husband wasn't. And I'm like, what, do you want him to die? Is that what, is that what's like, at what point do we just go? Either no way, you can tell that they have had this argument already. And she's just let him, you know what? I can't talk to him anymore. I'm going to wear mine. I can't stop this motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to die. Maybe he's tired of putting up with their bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> When when Adam when Adam stops wearing his mask, we'll know that's the reason. <laughs> oh my god! So, uh, but by the way, have you heard the whole Michael Rapport thing? Uh uh-uh. Unfortunately. Him? So Michael Rapport, who I was always a fan of his acting. Uh, yes, as an actor, yes. As an not actor. a big fan of his comedy. I don't. I comedy stand up, but uh, I you know, I mean, he does well on the you know these rants. Anyway, so him and him and Kevin Garnett. Or got into it because they were like talking Kevin to Durant. Durant. Oh, yeah, Kevin Durant. Exactly. Kevin Durant. They were talking. I know they all look the same, Adam. It's I know. I shut up. Oh! Shut up. All right. So they were they were talking shit to each other uh, because I think like Durant wouldn't do some kind of a and like and like Rapport has this game where people DM him and he blasts them like he blasts people that DM him all these horrible things, right? They're going shit and talking to each other, and like Durant's like, you know, you're a cum guzzling piece of shit, blah, 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 and Rapport's saying this, that. They're going at it, right? And then kind of talking shit, and Durant's like, when I see you, I'm going to spit on your face. And it seems like it's like fun shit talking, but like. Yeah. So Rapport decides he went over the limit and posts the DMs of, of posts the screenshots of Kevin Durant. Ooh. I'm like a cum guzzler and this and that. So he gets See, fine. I, you he know, gets you fine. gotta know though. Anytime you put something down in this in this device, it's part of the permanent record. You know, and yeah, I not, mean, it's just dangerous. Not, but it's, it's a private right. message. It shouldn't be made public like that. Yeah. So he's so so now Durant got fined fifty grand uh, by by the league and maybe some more. Rapport. It's all over the news. Uh, people are really angry at Michael Rapport. They're calling him a rat, a snitch, this and that. And now I think he's trying to double down, saying he did like an Andy Kaufman thing, and he's posting Andy Kaufman pictures. But I don't know. <laughs> you can't just hide. That's like when people hide behind uh, uh, um, Bruce, uh, Lenny Bruce. Like yeah. Lenny Bruce, it's like Lenny Bruce was a brilliant comedian who made fantastic arguments. You're just fucking saying dick shit. You know, it's yeah. it's a different thing. Although, you know, again, it, it's this joke I've been doing. It's like, remember we were kids and they said that, remember the, we used to have that saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words will ruin my career. That's not how you remember it because that's not how it goes. Kill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah, so now. Well, Michael Rapport, Michael Rapport can write a $50,000 chip in, you know? Well, that's what people are saying. Fine. People are saying that he should pay for yeah, it. Yeah, he should. Exactly, yes. But he's saying absolutely not. He's saying absolutely not. I'm not paying for it. Fuck that. Blah, blah, blah. So, yes. Yeah, so you the- let him know I'm showing up with Don Fry, and he can either write that check to the NBA or he can write it to Don fucking Fry. But yeah, he needs yeah. to write that fucking check. 
So, so that's, that's one thing that's going on. By the way, so the dog I rescued, right? I tell you, Greg, I rescued this dog. Yes, yes. The, yeah. the, what were you calling, Bisping? Yes. Yeah, we're going to call it Bisping. So I went away for a couple of days because I was on the road. I come back. Now all he does is growl at me. He loves my wife, my daughter, and my mother-in-law. And, and hates I'm, you. He hates me. Like, I'm the one that got him. Like, <laughs> I love that. You know, it's like they spent the three days training the third day. Dude, I can't go to the bathroom without hearing <laughs> Like, I'm getting booed everywhere in my house right now. Like, oh, my God. Like, oh, you have to be used to that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with the mother-in-law there now. Does she live there officially, or is she just nannying the kid? She's leaving tomorrow. But like he loves her, he sleeps with her, and literally everywhere I go, I get I get growled at. I get like he like thinks I'm gonna hit him. Like I go to pet him, he fucking scours away. He runs away, and he went in the backyard and learned on Easter. He learned how to free the bunny. We have a bunny, the bunny cage. So I wasn't home, but they look in the backyard, and he's chasing the bunny around the backyard. I'm fucking. <laughs> fucking Looney Tunes thing. That is crazy, man. Oh. So anyway, uh, all right. And then, by the way, are you selling merch in Vegas? Yes, I'm doing great. Yeah, people are liking merch, right? And if you don't know what we're talking about, you know, after the show, we sell T-shirts. When I was in Vegas doing that comedy club, you know, I had all my T-shirts lined up, and I was talking to someone taking pictures. A fucking guy in a wheelchair rolled by and grabbed all my t-shirts and fucking it was electric and rolled away and someone's like hey fucking some guy just stole your fucking yeah stole and he put on one of the shirts while he was so now i had to chase the guy down that fucking hallway and i'm like now people think i robbed the guy in a wheelchair like everyone's like i'm like give me that shirt back he's like like now people are taking videos like i'm the i'm the fucking like oh my god Jeez, but what? How do you attract to this fucking shit, man? Yeah, fucking crazy, fucking crazy. Uh, another only issue. you, brother, only you. So another issue. So so Tootsie's strip club, right? It's a big strip club in in, in uh, Miami. It's like the number one strip club. The w- women there are like beyond hot. So me, I went in there like I went in there like twelve years ago with like Jay Davis and. No one recognized me right at the last comic setting except for the DJ, DJ Platypus, right? He's like, yo, you're the guy. Of course, the one guy, because he wants to be a comic, a nice guy. And he's a good dude. He, he had me host the, the uh, stripper awards in Vegas and yada, yada. So he hits me up. He's like, hey, the UFC coming up next week. Would you be interested in coming down uh, and watching the fights? And after your show, I'm going to be in Miami anyway, doing a show, and get two fighters that, like, will pay them, you know, not that much, but free drinks, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, well, who, who do you want? Stay like, Sean McCormick and Don Fry. You're goddamn <laughs> right. Exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. I was like, I think you got two fighters right here. That if I, I think, could do it. I think the money would like cover like the plane ride and a couple hundred dollars. It wouldn't, I don't think it would be worth it. You guys. They'll take it. So, so I, I'm like, I don't know, man. The only people I know are, so are like Rashad Evans and like Colby, but they're going to want a lot more money, yada, 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 yada. So he's like, he goes, find out how much Rashad would, would cost. So I text Rashad. Hey, he goes, hey, man, thanks, but, uh, you know, strip clubs aren't my thing. So now I'm the fucking, like, degenerate guy. Like, now I'm the guy, like, <laughs> pushing him into strip clubs. So now I've just been texting him, like, every day. Hey, man, you want to do an uh, autograph signing at, like, a brothel? 
there's gonna be like <laughs> fucking right in front of you and like, <laughs> just like of course you have to take it personally of course you have to take it fucking personally just because strip clubs on listen i promise you there was a time when strip clubs were like definitely his thing oh yeah 100 percent. so that statement isn't like he's above it i think maybe he's been run out of it that's what i think <laughs> All right. You know what? Uh, you know what struck me as weird is when you were negotiating that, and they were saying it's not very much money, but three drinks. I started thinking you were negotiating a new contract with the UFC for two fighters because that's uh, typically how their contract <laughs> negotiation goes. Like, uh, hey, you want to fight? It's not very much money, but uh, we'll give you free drinks afterwards. Like, uh, I don't know. And uh, that, is, that is most comedy club uh, contracts. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I cut out uh, when you guys talk about Michael Rapport, but he sucks really bad. I was at a Twitter battle with him for a while, and uh, I ended up posting a picture of him next to the guy from Star Trek with the sloped eyes that looked just like him. Um, and uh, that shut him up really quick. He stopped responding to me. But, yeah, Michael Rapport, he thinks he's going to get famous or more famous by talking shit about Donald Trump all the time. That's his new thing. Like, hey, everyone in Hollywood will love me if I'm anti-Trump, right, guys? Like, that guy is something else. Anyway, sorry. You know what's crazy? So that, I'm just not a fan because to me it's not great comedy. It's just him ranting and and making these long rah rah pronouncements and all. I'm like, this isn't comedy. It's 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 stand up cheerleading. It's I, I don't know. It's just not my thing, man. Maybe you would expect that on Brendan Shaw, but not Rabbit. Well, <laughs> that's one. Okay. It took a while. Wait a minute. What time is it? This that was the longest we've gone. I think. Without a Schwab uh, slam. <laughs> 23 minutes. 23 new record. 23 a lot, minutes to a lot, Schwab. Of the, a lot of these celebrities who, like, their entire existence was, like, bashing Trump. Um, ever since Trump's gone. And I knew this was going to happen. Like, Chrissy Teigen is off Twitter now. She just, she quit it. Uh, uh, what's his name? Da, yeah, Alec Baldwin quit Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Ma- Michael Rappaport is about to quit Twitter. Because it just seems like, their whole thing. It's one thing to not like Trump, but when your entire life's mission is to fucking just, you know, it's like, it just seemed like it was, I don't know, you know, all of a sudden. Hey, listen, I'm happy to see it go, you know? I mean, let's move on with our lives. Let's turn the page. Let's, fine. You don't want to be in here anymore? Fine. Let's go. The world will survive. Right, right. Personally, right. I don't think, see, the thing is, I think it needs to be either only celebrities on, on Twitter or no celebrities on Twitter. Because people aren't supposed to be able to just reach out and touch you like that, you know? I mean, it used to be if you wanted to get to a celebrity, you would have to write a letter, mail it to some studio, and hope that somebody fucking read it, which no one ever did. Right. Now you can know, you know, they can just reach right out and fucking, eh, I don't like you. That shouldn't happen. Fuck that. That's that's bad news. So get them all off Twitter. <laughs> uh, did you watch the fight with the guy's finger fell off last week? I saw the 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 image of it. I was like, is that fucking real? Yeah. It looked like out of a movie shit, like that out of a Van Damme movie or something. You know, some crazy wheel kick. And the guy's like, oh, well, my finger. You know, it was fucking nuts. Yeah, the guy broke his finger blocking a kick. And then the other guy, like, ripped it off. Like somehow rip and they stapled it back, throwed it back, but I've never seen anything like that before. I mean, McCorkle, have you? No, it's pretty bad. I know um, Travis Brown, you know, had his bones coming through his fingers and called timeout one time during his fight. They actually gave him a twenty-second timeout, which was weird. But uh, I was curious when I heard it. Like, I, I I think of all four of us. Of course, only me and Don fought, but I think Don's the only one who would continue fighting with a severed finger. <laughs> but I might be wrong. 
Don, I know I and nine other. <laughs> Don, what's the most you've ever been hurt in a fight? Oh, shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> going in a fight or being hurt in the fight? Like in the in fight. In the fight. Uh, uh, shit, I don't know. Just, you know, broke my hand, you know, broke, broke the occipital. Uh, Mark Coleman broke the occipital on me, you know, Oof. during our fight, you know. Anytime uh, I've seen that injury, I'm amazed that anyone could continue once that gets broken. Yeah. Why? Well, I don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just looks so painful. I, I guess uh, when we were watching our fight, uh, I forget the idiot's name, but he got poked in the eye. And he started backing up and running, you know, all that bullshit, turning his back and running. And I said, what the hell is this goddamn problem? He got poked in the eye. Well, he's got another one, damn it. <laughs> exactly. He's got one more, doesn't he? Come on. If you can see me, if you see half of me, let's keep going. That's it. I dislocated my shoulder that fight that one time. That fight for three rounds with it out. That was terrible, man. That was, That's that was fucking terrible. nuts, man. That was I, bad. I, wow. I one time uh, got a paper cut, and <laughs> and you know, well, here's the thing, because it was during the pandemic, and a lot of times you don't know you have it until you put on the hand sanitizer. And <laughs> right, and then that thing lit on fire. But that's as close as I think I've got. I know one time I got a leg cramp while I was watching Brendan Schaub's comedy special, and I through that, and that was like that, hell. That's two dose, <laughs> dose, as we say in Espanol. Oh, wait, McCorpin, no, one time I did play. You get those and you masturbate a lot, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did break my arm once really bad. I mean, clean break. It fucking woo. That one was a motherfucker. How did you break your arm? In a moped accident in high school. <laughs> I got an accident. I looked over and my hand is still holding the handlebar, but then the arm is like down here. Oh, and the yeah. skin is just stretching between them. And I, I literally was like, uh, oh, fuck. And I just kind of put them together and then ran home. That anyway, right. so, uh, all right, let's talk about uh, some of the fights that happened. There uh, were fights? Well, there was some, Bell anyone watch Bellator fights? There were some fights? Yes, Bellator. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody watch the Bellator fights? Nobody watched them? I still don't know what, is it on Showtime now? I'm so confused. It, it was on Showtime, but also they aired it on YouTube for some reason, for free. So, I was watching Belter on Showtime the other day, but it was a fight from years ago, so I'm so, I'm so thrown off. Like, I don't know yeah. what's going on. Like, well, all right, well, Pitbull won. He looked awesome. He looked awesome. Uh, Jason Jackson beat Neiman Gracie. Uh, he actually almost couldn't fight because he almost like got his he, almost, he scraped his own eye against the cage and couldn't see. Uh, but yeah, all right. Let's talk about some MMA news then. Oh, they made, uh, Conor McGregor. What was that, Don? I your eye against the cage. He did it. He fucking somehow he like messed up his eye against. He's trying to crawl out to the to the, to the fence or what? <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Uh, so they made Connor versus Dustin three. Uh, that's going to be, I think, July 4th weekend or that weekend, the big fight weekend. I'm looking forward to it. You know, McGregor says this time he's going to destroy him. You know, it, it wasn't – he won the first round, McGregor. 
it, it was the second round when he fell apart. Um, and this time he's going to work on the leg kicks. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm looking knocked forward. out for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the knockout, he'd have won, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sounds like the story of my career. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I'm always excited to watch Conor fight, and uh, I, I want to see what happens. Because if he loses this, I think you could say, safe to say, his, you know, status is like one of the biggest stars is, is going to be, is going to go down a lot. Time for that Diego Sanchez matchup if he loses uh, this one. <laughs> <laughs> or Cowboy Cerrone again. Yeah. Well, but meanwhile, Diego said he's going to end Cerrone's career because they're fighting each other. <laughs> Is it going to uh, go back in time? Because <laughs> 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 Cerrone's career ended a little while ago. No, it's I, really, well, I, now I he's just like, you know he's just riding it out. Well, but but like Diego, I I, I think Cerrone's going to win this one. Though. I think Cerrone's going to beat him. This is yeah. the kind of fight that Cerrone wins too. Yeah, I mean they've trained a lot to, before. Uh, Don, who do you think wins this fight, Cerrone or Diego Sanchez? Uh, I Cerrone. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. I mean, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards. I mean, how cool is that? TV shows and reality TV, which I love to watch. They got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, the scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore, huh? Don't be that guy or girl. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use the promo code CLNS50 for your sign up bonus. Use the hashtag betonline. He's at a higher level when he, when, um, you know, uh, when, when his, Game started going down, um, and he was at a much higher level than Diego's ever been. Although I do like I do like watch a Diego fight, but you know Cerrone is at a much higher level um, on the way. There you go. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, this Wednesday on TNT, it's one championship. Demetrius Johnson is fighting Adriano Mares um, on uh, TNT or the TBS. I think it's TNT. Uh, Look, you know, you know, I think Demetrius is more out of place than that guy's finger being in a one-on-one championship. I mean, he's <laughs> arguably the best fighter in the world. Uh, they say, they're saying this guy, Morass, pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I kind of wish they would have kept Demetrius Johnson. It was weird the way they, they, they got rid of him. They, like, yeah. and Askren said they were getting rid of the division but kept the division. Um, he only lost to Cejudo. That was a very, very close loss. I was there. You, you could have given it to Johnson on that fight. So, I don't know. Uh, also, Friday, Bader versus Machida, too. Looking forward to that fight. Uh, I think we think Bader's going to win. Greg? Oh, wait. Is this on the oh, senior tour? Or uh, where is this? Bellator. Bellator. 
Uh, that, so it is the senior tour. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, it depends on what kind of condition. I mean, last time I saw Machida, he looked very human and very beatable, you know, versus the Machida that, you know, you know, you knew who seemed almost unbeatable with that weird karate style. And Bader, I mean, he's another guy that I haven't seen in a minute. So, I mean, based on what I saw in Machida last time, I would imagine Bader could get him. Yep. Don, you agree? Yeah, I go with Bader on this. He's got a better uh, better style, and I'm hoping he's smart enough to learn, you know, not not to get kicked uh, with that straight straight in kick, you know, uh, step to the left or the right instead of going straight in. That's yeah. Don. Out of all the martial arts, right? What do you think is the most important? Is it wrestling, jiu-jitsu, boxing, muay thai, judo, and where does karate uh, come into it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there there really isn't one martial art. I mean, they, they, you can say that because they all have holes in them compared to the other stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but I would say judo is probably the closest because judo you have throws and submissions, you know. So oh. you'll be able to get you knock them out with a with a proper throw. Um, and then also, uh, you do have. Uh, short punches in there uh, when, when the referee's not looking, you know? Uh, <laughs> but, so, so it does have a stand-up and a ground game, you know? Whereas, I mean, in American wrestling, uh, it, it's really a really best foundation, but a lot of those guys, uh, you know, gold medalists or what have you, once they get punched in the nose, uh, they decide they don't like it, you know? I mean, and then you got your stand-up boxers. I mean, once they get on the ground, they don't know what the hell is going on. So there's, yeah. there's no one style, I guess. That's pretty much why uh, the late Jeff Latinette called it the mixed martial arts, you know? What do you think, Sean? Man, I, you know, surprisingly, I would agree with that. Um, I used to say jujitsu, but uh, when I met Carl Parisi, and it was actually the fight that Don was the color commentator for, um, it was funny because when I met Carl, he asked me if I knew who he was. And I was like, yeah, man, I've known no, you forever. He goes, well, can you answer this? How are you the main event? And I'm co the co-main event. He said, because I don't even know who the fuck you are, bro. Like, that was word for word. Yeah. And I started laughing. I said, I don't know why. I guess I talk a lot on the internet. But uh, Carl was only 32, I think, or 33 at the time, and he was telling me, I did this, I did that. I thought he was kind of full of shit, like he's telling big stories. But then Neil Melanson, who's Extreme Couture's grappling coach, a world-renowned grappler, was like, I got my black belt from Carl Parisian when Carl was 22. You know, like he was his instructor. And um, Carl showed me some stuff judo-wise, man. Like that's a that's a whole nother level of judo like that Carl has. Like it is unbelievable. He actually showed me a throw that I was able – I told him I couldn't take down Division One wrestlers or even clinch with them they would always drop and take me down like really good heavyweight wrestlers and he showed me this judo throw that works great against wrestlers and i um used it in practice a couple times was able to throw like guys that were like jake o'brien was a you know superstar wrestler at purdue like really really good uh wrestler and i threw him flipping completely in the air and then uh i used it in a street fight later on and it works way better when a guy's 175 pounds uh and not a wrestler it actually blew my mind how far the guy went so um yeah judo's a Wait, hold on, hold on. What street fight did you have against a guy that was 170 pounds? Dude, I was at this club one night. Um, it, it, I was flying out to Miami the next day, so I'm out there, and I was talking to this girl I knew, and I was there. 
<laughs> we say, I assumed Don said that was a gay club or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, uh, Bruce Buffer was there. Like, I can't believe I'm in a gay bar. What's going on? Anyway, that's a funny story. I'll tell you sometimes. But, <laughs> How did this yeah. talk wind up in my mouth? Um, yeah, so no, I'm outside the club. They're getting ready to close. And I've got to, it's like 3 a.m. And i got to catch a flight at 7 to go to Miami uh, for something. I don't even remember what. I was going to Miami for something. And uh, I have an Arab friend there with me. And this guy, for no reason, comes up and says, why don't you go back to fuck Iraq, you fucking terrorist? My Arab friend. Oh. Which only I am allowed to call my Arab friends terrorists. Like, I don't let anybody else do that, you know, or whatever. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have a friend that's with me who's a cop, but he's not in uniform. He's not working. I said, he's one of my best friends. I said, hey, Dave, tell that guy to knock it off or I'm going to punch him in the face. And I don't want to get arrested. I don't want any problems. I don't want any trouble. Just... So my friend who's a cop goes over and says, hey, man, leave him alone. There's no one. He gets pushed right away. That's like my best friend since seventh Ooh. grade. So I went over and I told the dude, I said, you need to walk away right now, buddy. I said, I'm telling you right now. And he, his friends had taken pictures with me earlier and asked for like me to sign something, even though I wasn't that famous. But um, so they knew who I was. I thought he knew. So he ends up uh, calling me a bitch and uh, spitting at me. He missed me, but spitting at me. Um, and when he did, I grabbed him in like a Darth Vader choke, like a, uh, from the front and he tried yeah, to swing yeah. and I caught his arm and pulled just out of instinct, pulled the Carl Parisian throw. And as dude, as God is my witness, that dude went 12 to 15 feet away from me in the air, upside down, hit a van that was parked on the side of the road and slid down, smacked his head, split his head open. Um, I went to run, kick him in the face. Cause I'd lost my mind at that point. I could try to soccer kick him. And my friend at a bouncer dove and grabbed me and I missed him by like two inches, which probably would have killed him. I'd probably be in prison. Yeah. Right that might've, that might've wound um, up in some real problems. Yeah. Yeah. But I was really mad because you, you know, I don't like being messed with when I'm not bothering anybody. So yeah, they uh, did that. A cop comes up who happens to know my friend, he's in uniform, uh, which was lucky for me. He said, you guys need to get out of here. And the guy jumps up. His head is just pouring blood everywhere. He was like, you gonna let him do that. And he said, you started it, you spit at him, and the guy said something. So then the cop tased him, which was great, because he's bleeding oh, everywhere, like yeah. clothes covered. He gets tased and arrested. Um, like two days later, I was still mad about it. If you tase somebody, so... does it make the blood dry really fast? No, but it did. It spread it. Like he was shaking, so it like started going everywhere. So <sighs> they arrest him. Um, over the weekend, I call another cop friend of mine, and I said, hey, I think one of my friends got arrested outside of the Vogue nightclub in Indianapolis. Can you uh, – can you tell me who that was? I want to see if he got arrested so I could get the guy's name because I was playing a revenge because I was a little more angry back then. So uh, I got the uh, guy's name. I said, oh, that wasn't my friend, but thanks. So then I get on and find his Facebook page, and he had posted a thing that said, attention, Sean McCorkle, because I guess he found out who I was between now and then, and he had underlined in the UFC code, fighter code of conduct, he downloaded online that oh, you're not supposed yeah. to street fight and like underline and highlighted it. And I thought it was hilarious. Like I wasn't even mad. That is hysterical. You know, or whatever. <laughs> Attention, Sean McCorkle. You weren't even supposed to do that. Yeah. That's it's what he said. Mean. Big old, big old meanie. You were so supposed to let six me months win. Later, six months later, I'm at the state fair and some guy comes up and wants me to take a picture with him and his girlfriend and kid. And as I'm taking it, he looks familiar, but I can't figure out who he is. I'm like, this guy seems so familiar. And he goes, do you even remember me? And I said, man, I'm sorry. I meet a lot of people. I said, you look familiar. He goes, yeah, you beat me up like six months ago outside the Vogue nightclub one night. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, and his wife is like, he is such an idiot. I'm sorry. Like, you know, like saying that. And I, uh, I told him, I said, man, what were you thinking when you started that night? He goes, man, I thought you were one of those bodybuilding guys. He goes, they're always real easy to punk out. You know, he goes, because they're pussies. That's why they work out. He goes, so, you know, I thought I'd look cool in front of that girl I was trying to talk to and like, like smack you around or whatever. And you back down. And I said, when did you figure out you were wrong? He said, when I was flying through the air, I decided it's probably a bad idea. He said, this guy knows something. And so, uh, 
Why then he asked if I would testify at the trial and say we were just joking around and it got out of hand. And uh, I said, man, I can't. I already, like, I already gave my statement to the police. I didn't press charges because I figured he'd suffered enough. But, uh, yeah, I didn't. Uh, so, yeah, I just, we let it go after that. But I think why he got are, in trouble. Why are you at the so, state fair? <laughs> that was not my idea. That was whoever I was hanging out with at the time's idea. So, <laughs> not what I would do. <laughs> Even in the competition there, you know. <laughs> They, they have the best looking uh, <laughs> salve. You know, exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. He was in the cattle competition. What are you talking Wait, about? Is the guy who drinks from a trough during interviews calling me an animal? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he was looking. He was looking for wife number two. What do you think he was doing? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Sean, I told. I don't know if you ever. I told you a story, Greg. That some guy was picking on another guy, and then Sean was there, and he was like fucking jacked. I mean, he was wearing an affliction shirt. I never saw it. And he goes, he goes, I'm on 12 different kinds of steroids right now. That was what he says to me. My first time meeting him. And I go, I go, doesn't that have any kind of like side effects? He's like, Adam, I'm the nicest guy you ever meet. Some fucking like nerd gets like a big, a beer thrown at him. Sean takes him. He goes, I will kick your ass and fuck you in the ass right now. Right? Like he lifts the guy up like eight feet off the ground and says this to the guy. The guy runs out with all his friends. Sean spends the rest of the night looking for him in his Jeep. Like, like searching the college town for this guy. <laughs> Turns out Roy Rage might be real after all. It was crazy. I was going to say, it sounds like at least eight kinds of those steroids were doing the talking at that point. <laughs> that hey, was well. a good cycle, though, man. I really was. That's the biggest I've ever that was, been. That was a good cycle, though, man. I was really, really good. Ah. It was. That was, I looked amazing. So. I'm going to find him. Don't worry. No side effects. Did <laughs> <laughs> I ever tell you what happened with me? With the, uh, so when I took TRT, my friend said, my friend Dean got me onto it. He's like, hey, it's good. They, they inject your butt with pellets. They put pellets in your butt. Like, so I didn't know what that meant. So I, I go said, to something in my butt. Sign me up. So <laughs> I go to the doctor. Or anal beads. So I go to the doctor, right? Anal beads. And I like, I like bend over and like basically spread my butt cheek. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I thought you put pellets in there. He's like, no, we, we, we carve out the butt cheek. And place the pellet in like a little hole. I'm like fucking spread eagle on the fucking. He's like, why are you? I, I, I go. I, my friend told me this is what you supposed to do, dude. Yeah. This says so much more about you than it does about the procedure <laughs> because I don't know anyone who just goes in and is like just their first thought is I'm just gonna go ahead and spread them. All right, and, all right I'm uh, kind of exaggerating. I didn't actually spread my ass, but 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 I, but I did bend over and have my like my like my I was a like. Pants were like down a little bit, you know. Like, I was like, oh, I, right, one time, right? The exactly. back pedal. <laughs> <laughs> then the doctor was like, "Why would you come to a proctologist for a testosterone injection?" I'm so confused. <laughs> one time, I was on the road with with uh, T Rex and Craig Robinson, yeah, and and yeah. T Rex kept fucking. He would, he would catch me outside. I'd be outside the hotel and his room, he had the window facing the outside and he would knock on the glass and I'd turn around and he'd have his ass on the glass like <laughs> facing me. And one time he had his nuts against the glass. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I decided I was going to get him back. And so I was hosting, T-Rex was featuring. And so, uh, and of course, Craig was headlining. And so 
we um I finish my set, I bring T-Rex on stage, I go in the dressing room in the in the green room, and I pull down my pants and I bend over and I spread my cheeks and just waited for him to come back into the green room. <laughs> <laughs> and he walks straight into my asshole and he's like, What would you have done if the waitress had come in before me? I said, It's a risk I was willing to take. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you talk about Azer, right? When I was in boarding school, there were some crazy kids in my school. This guy, Roland, he somehow got a hold of a taser. And my roommate, who was like an alcoholic, like a full-on like senior, he was like 19, a senior old, he was sleeping. And the guy took the taser, put it up to his, his, his cock, and tased oh. his cock while he was sleeping. <sighs> and then ran out of the room. And uh, the guy said, the kid said he went hard for like a week. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Are you saying it worked? Yeah, fuck, that's what he said. Could you imagine? I should go do that, and then I'm just walking around Vegas with a boner for a week, just like, I tased it. I can't do anything. I can't change it now. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so let's talk about uh, the fights uh, this week. Also, Liz Carmouche taking on Vanessa Porto, uh, as well as Jeremy Kennedy, a good fighter from Canada, versus Adam Borix, good fight. Kat Zingano. That's, uh, one your, that's one of your favorite people, right, Don? Uh, why? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I heard you were at a fight, and you kept saying, like, sitting next to Kat Zingano or something or like that. You liked her. You thought she was cute. No, that, that got out of hand. I don't know who the fuck turned that bullshit. But, um, yeah, like, I gave her my phone number, you know, so that the goddamn – for uh, whoever owned her gym could call me up uh, about doing a seminar. And I guess, got, you know, Don's giving her his phone number, blah, you know. He got, got stupid out of place. Oh, that's, that's, that's wacky. That's annoying. Come on. Yeah. They should have uh, They should have just emailed Don, because I heard he gets right back to people on seminars. Well, the thing is, like, Don... <laughs> If Don likes a girl, he'll tell the girl he likes her. He's not gonna. There's not much subtlety with Don. I don't even think he tells her. I think he just clubs her and drags her back to the cave. I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of. Uh... If you see Don coming with a club, he likes you. That was the best. That was the best underground forum nickname of all time. A guy was he hits me because he loves me. That was his screen name. I loved it more than anything. That was oh my Jesus. God. Dude, Jesus. Don's first love letter was written in hieroglyphics. He wrote it, on it was just a big heart. So, all right, so Nate Diaz. All right, so this week in UFC, Marvin Vittori is taking on Kevin Holland. Holland's fighting again. Uh, this is going to be a rough – it might be a rough month for Kevin Holland. Uh, he, he got beat pretty bad by Brunson. He talked the whole time. Dana Wait, he's fighting again? He's fighting again. Yeah, he subbed in because what's his name? Did he yeah. get injured or did he just drop out? Darren Till. I Darren Till, he yeah. Got injured. And now Marvin wow. McCorey, who is a great wrestler. He lost oh, his no. mind over that, though. Like, he was fucking like, these fucking bitches. I put all this. Like, Vittori was, he seemed really pissed that Till dropped out. I, I'm glad they found a substitute for him. Yeah. I, I said now Kevin's uh, going to be uh, learning Italian for this fight. So you could talk to him. <laughs> it's gonna I just find it odd an Italian guy had a temper. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I like Vittori in this fight. I mean, you never know with Kevin Holland because he's such a fucking unpredictable fighter. 
but I, I, I would, my money would be on Vittori. Uh, what about you, Don Fry? I have no idea who either one of these guys are, partner. <laughs> All right, so the guy from Italy, he's a guy that almost beat Stylebender. It was really, really close. Uh, he's just been on a, on a war path, just beating people. Kevin Holland is a guy who's like six foot two, black guy, and he's, he won five fights in 2020, in a great 2020. Uh, but then his last fight against Derek Brunson, he just talks, his whole thing is talking shit throughout the entire fight. Just talking and talking and talking. But we wouldn't like, fight. Just talk. It's not, it's not even shit. It's just like, hey, nice move. What are you doing later? Uh, this was really nice. So, wow, the nice. I mean, uh, yeah. What's your favorite color? I, I don't know if that's what like relaxes him or what. But his last fight, he got out wrestled the whole time, just taken down and held. Yeah, down. he just was on his back the whole time, still talking, but just being completely dominated. He was, he the was literally fight. asking Khabib for advice during the fight. <laughs> So, uh, you know what's weird though? I give Holland a chance here. I really do because I could see him getting into Vittori's head and getting him to make a mistake. You know, he's got power. He's got lots of power, and he's unorthodox. And those are always the t- hardest people to people that have power and are unorthodox are tough to fight. Yeah, I think I think Vittori better not be looking past him. He better not be thinking, "Oh, okay, let me just rip this guy now." Because I, I could, you know, strangely, I could see him uh, kind of freaking him out. Also uh, on this card, Arnold Allen, who's 16-1 and one from England, is fighting Sadiq Youssef. This kid Sadiq's a, a monster. He's from Africa. Yeah. He's got a – he had five moms, he was telling me. Some kind of poly – I forgot the name of it, but uh, – I, I think like that's one of the – I think that's a channel on, on Uport. say <laughs> five moms? Yeah. yeah, like he's from some culture where it's like it's normal for the father to have five different wives at the same time, um, and it's not Utah or anything. It's actually it's in Africa, and but they don't sleep in the same bed. He told me they all have different rooms. I yeah, don't know, this is like five times the headache. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to pay for five of them. You got to deal with five dramas. Like fuck that. Yeah. Jeez. It ain't worth it, man. It ain't worth it. <laughs> Although I'll say this, Hugh Hefner didn't seem to mind. He he did okay with that yeah, equation for a very long time. He fired their ass. He he'd fire their ass and kick him out, man. That's and true. Paid, that's true. I paid the, alimony. You know? The second that exactly the second they're like, he's like, I think you're you've had enough time here. Goodbye. Dude, I was. I you know, know, I uh, I heard that Hugh Hefner back in the day just all he did, paid those girls that lived with him was a thousand a week and let him use a car, like have use of a car. I had to tell my ex-wife while we were still married one time. I said, you realize. You cost as much to me as four or five women do to Hugh Hefner. You know what I mean? Like, I, I give you a car, and you spend about $4,000 a week. I said, so, like, I could actually have four of those hookers living with me instead, and then they would know when to shut up. She didn't like it. It's amazing we got divorced. But. I was dating a playmate back in the day, and she was like – but she was a playmate back in, like, the 80s. Uh, yeah. and she was still is it, is it McCullough? No, no, no. But she was living, uh, at, the, she was living at the mansion, but they put her, like, in the back. Like with, the, like with the dogs, like, like, uh, oh, man. <laughs> what? Just cause she was dating you. Yeah. She was dating, I don't know. Maybe why, but she was like, <laughs> like she was living with like the playmates dog, still a nice place, but like, you know, like, I don't know. Well, I guess he just kept putting people back and back and, you know, like the earlier the playmate you were, the further you went back. Yeah. Like she was all meaning to being in the doghouse. Like, ah, oh, she's in used doghouse right now. No, literally. Yeah, like she made she made the team, 
but she ain't starting. <laughs> it was like the Bellator of the mansion, you know. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> She's in the subdivision. <laughs> funny how good how I was thinking about something. You know, like this guy Jack yeah. Haley. You ever hear Jack Haley, the basketball player, Jack Haley? So Dennis yeah. Rodman, yeah. Back, in, back in the day, Dennis Rodman, like the only person that he'd hang out with on a team was Jack Haley when he was going to like like those crazy bars and dungeons and whatever. And teams would pick up Jack Haley because they wanted Rodman so bad. Like in his contract, they were like, you got to have this guy too. Uh, like, what was that? Uh, my pussy ran out the window, out the door. Uh-oh. Like, uh, what? Uh, and that's why we sent you those handcuffs. I, I'm not really yeah. sure. <laughs> come on, Diggy, come here. Diggy, come Wait. here. Is it called Stinky? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Stinky. Don Fry, Don Fry has a pussy that ran away from him. Like, the whole thing it, is like. The first he one, has a pussy meant, that ran away named Stinky and a dog named Syndrome. I, 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 thought, I thought he meant that, like, Jack Haley was a cunt. And, and then he just started. All of a sudden, I hear cunt. I know, I know. I thought he was talking about him too. I was like, uh oh, this is going to be a good story. He's like, my pussy ran away. <laughs> Greg Fry, what happens when your pussy runs away? Uh, it's the worst because then I got to go out and you know, chase it around. I gotta get out of the old uh, John Deere and try and you know, try and catch him without killing him. That's the real <laughs> trick. You know. Don't want to get him caught up in the thresher. <laughs> you know what's awesome is I just realized last weekend. Um, I was gonna tell. I just realized who Greg is. Like I didn't know, dude. I didn't. I saw one of your old stand-up comedy things came up on YouTube. Suggest. I was like, wait, that's Greg Romero. I didn't know. Like I knew who you were. I guess without knowing you were that guy. Does that make sense? Like I'd seen you in movies and TV before, but I didn't know until last weekend that that's who you were. So I don't know. Can I tell you my, my, you know, like my profile line where you're supposed to put a bio, it just says, you've seen me, you just don't know where. That's, That's what, literally- when I first met you, I was like, this guy seems so familiar. And then I saw like a, something you did on a, it was a Byron Allen's Comics Unleashed, I think. Yeah, or Comics Unleashed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard you couldn't be more leashed on there, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh. Yeah, I uh, saw you on there. I was like, wait, that's who Greg is. Like, I was like, I realized, I don't know. So I felt it was weird because I realized that I did know you from TV. and One of my favorite yeah, yeah. stories that uh, Norm MacDonald talks about that show. He goes, he was on Comics Unleashed. And, uh, got, and then Byron says to John Lovitz, he goes, so here you're getting older. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to set him up. I understand you're getting older because he has no segue. <laughs> that show, oh, my God. It like, was who's the not, worst. He's not getting older. Like, it what, was what? the worst. I know nothing flowed together at all. Someone would tell a whole story about their mom, and he'd just be like, so I heard you uh, like chicken. Right. It's just nothing connected at all. And then, like, we would start, like, if the comics started interacting with each other, they'd be like, they would be like, all right, stop, stop, stop. Guys, it makes it hard to edit if you talk to each other. And they would, like, shut it down and then, like, make us just go back to doing our jokes. Hit segue. He'd be like, so you think you can learn graffiti from, from, uh, you think you could learn Spanish from graffiti in in, in France? You're like what? Like like it was just like <laughs> that was, that there were zero transitions. It was They're the like worst. Don. I heard your pussy just ran out the door. What's with that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. 
so also this week, Sam Alvey is fighting Julian Marquez. Marquez, he had that crazy comeback a couple weeks ago, and he called out uh, Miley Cyrus, and Miley responded to him. I called him. I'm like, dude, Miley Cyrus actually responded to you. I don't think he ever got the date. He's fighting smiling Sam Alvey, who is the most awkward, good fighter. Like, it looks like he's fighting in slow motion, but wins fights that you're like, like, he beats, like, Rashad Evans. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? But uh, it's going to be a good fight. I think this is a good fight because both of them have power. Sam Alvey has power. Uh, who do we like in this fight? Uh, McCorkle. I'll go Alvey, man. It, um, like you said, that guy pulls out some surprising stuff sometimes. I always love those guys that don't look like um, they should be fighting, but they still win. Like, even the Yan Blockowitz or whatever his name is. yeah. Guy that just be style bitter, like he looks slow, uncoordinated, clumsy, and just beats the brakes off everybody. Like it's amazing. Yeah, Keith Jardine was kind of like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, who's the most I, awkward good fighter you you, you ever trained with, Don, or, or that you ever fought? A guy that you were like, how that guy get any good? Was it uh, Tim Sylvia? That I trained with, yeah, man. Sylvia is. People understand Sylvia is much better at everything than you think he would be. Like boxing, he's awkward mm. and clumsy looking, and it looks strange, but. Uh, I mean, he was sparring with Mitch Rione one night, and Mitch Rione is – I mean, Mitch Rione's got decent stand-up, man. He's fast, really athletic. And I can even tell Matt was like, what the hell? Like, repeatedly, like, that he would catch you with something. But uh, if you do anything – Sylvia doesn't get enough credit, man. I know a lot of people don't like him. But he uh, – to, to be a 450-pound fat kid who never played a sport in his life, couldn't even dunk a basketball at 6'8", to go train and take the beatings he took at Militich for years and end up being the UFC heavyweight champion is amazing to me, man. Like, it, uh, it really is. Fry, who's a guy that you saw that you were like, how is this guy a good fighter? Don? Yeah, I lost you. What'd you say? Uh, who's the guy that you trained with or that you fought that you couldn't believe how good they were are based on how they looked? Oh, uh, jeez. <laughs> good question. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> someone like Tank Abbott? Yeah, yeah, someone like Tank Abbott, yeah. Sure, sure. sure. Like <laughs> All right. Let uh, me ask you something, Adam. Where do you think in the trajectory of his career Sam Alvey is right now? Is he on the rise? Is he on the decline? Is he in the middle? Because I don't fucking know with this guy. You know, I think that, like, he was the guy that tried out for the Ultimate Fighter. I think he, like, didn't even make it past the whatever. He's got five kids. He adopted, like, two more. He's got his wife, like, was on America's Next Top Model. She yeah, she's hot. She, she wants to be a fighter now. He's trying to okay. get a fight between her and Paige Van Zandt. Um, I think that he... Uh, I think he's having fun. He's on TikTok every day making these videos. I, I, but as a guy like that, I don't think ever peaked. It's not like, because uh, it was. he's always been like. That's what I'm saying. Like, just when I think he's out, he gets good again. And just when I think he's back in and he's on there, then he loses. No, there are certain I don't know guys what to like, make of this dude. There are certain guys like Miguel Torres or even a Rashad or whoever that you're like, that guy, they had a peak. They went like this, they had a peak, and then they went doop. Even you can almost put your eye of favor in there too, or someone like that. And then there's guys like Sam Alvey, or it, like kind of how Jardine was, or this guys that just fucking, uh, I wouldn't even say Frankie Edgar, but there are guys that they're just always around. 
You know, Jimmy, Jimmy. Rafael. Yeah, but Frankie, nah, but Frankie was at the very top for a very long time. No, I'm saying I Sam like, never, oh. Sam never quite reached the top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's a good, good question. Um, also on this card, uh, Mike Perry is fighting. Dan- yeah. Mike wants to do stand-up now. Ever since he came to my show, he wants to tour with me. You made it look so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Mike Perry wants to do stand-up? No, Mike yeah, yeah, Perry. This sounds like a really good idea. Me so and long Mike, as he has his wife coach him, he should be great. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure somebody ha- somebody heckling him would go very well. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. It'd be so. He would have a fight with the crowd every show, <laughs> and it would turn into one of those things where he would sell out everywhere because people just wanted to see who he was going to fight in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Adam, I told you about when I met Mike Perry, right? Did I tell you that story? No. Yeah, so the promoter down in Florida, this guy, Dean, he puts on really good shows down in Florida, man. He's a, he's a matchmaker for some bare-knuckle place now. No, but he's a good guy. He, uh, he said, man, this is before Perry was in the UFC. He goes, man, you got to meet this dude. He's awesome. He believes it. And I was like, believes what? He goes, just, you have to see what I mean. He believes it. And I was like, what? He goes, just trust me. And I'm like, okay, he believes it, whatever it is. So I come up, and I'm like, hey, man, nice to meet you. I talked to him or whatever. And then Mike Perry went into, like, I realized that he meant he believes he's black. He believes he's the best fighter in the world. He believes all kind of stuff. Because he was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to take over the world, man. He goes, I'm about to, I'll be Robbie Lawler. I'll beat anybody. I'll move up to 205. I don't care. I'll beat you. Like, it's like, man, this dude does believe it. Like, whatever it is, he believes it. So, yeah. it was, uh, it cracked me up, man. Like, I knew, I told him after, I said, I know, I understand what you mean now. I didn't understand, like, he believes it means it. He, he does believe it. I told you, when I was making fun of him in the crowd, he was like, he was like giving me, like, the, the piece, the, this thing. He couldn't have been a nicer audience member. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, also in this card, Nina Ansaroff, who was dating the champ or married to the champs, had a baby with uh, Nunez, uh, is fighting Mackenzie Dern, who is, you know, jujitsu is off the charts. Uh, striking's getting better. Also a mom. Uh, this should be a good fight. I'm, I'm into this fight. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's a good fight. Do you think uh, that this gal, the one that's Nunez's wife, do you think she gets this fight if she's not Nunez's wife? Yeah. She was like, she won like five in a row. Okay. I'm just wondering. I don't know her, so I don't know if this is one of those things where they're capitalizing on, on the situation or if she really is, you know, she, this is where she is in her career. I, I didn't even know she was a fighter. Nunez's wife's a fighter. I didn't even know that. Honestly. Yeah, no yeah, idea. yeah. yeah she's got some See, idea. that's what I'm saying. Whereas the other gal, I know her. She's been around a while. She's won a bunch of fights. Like, I like her. Uh, also, they just announced, obviously, uh, over the last week, Nate Diaz is fighting Leon Edwards. So, I don't really understand this fight. I don't either. Isn't that weird? Dude. Like, where, where did the Leon Edwards thing come from? But I like it. I, I mean, I like it. Uh, why not? I want to see Nate Diaz fight. Fucking love watching. Uh, you know what it is? I think it's because we only see Nate Diaz coming back for a grudge fight. And this is someone he doesn't have a beef with. Yeah. So we're like, so why? And maybe So it is unusual, but I'm glad he's back fighting. And I look forward to seeing it. And Le- and it's gonna be Leon better fight. not poke his eye. Uh, he better not poke yeah. his eye. Because that, like, I got to see Nick Diaz running into the fucking octagon. And uh, this, like, what's his name? Jake Shields and the rest of those two. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a good fight. Um, Cyborg is fighting our girl, Leslie Smith. Nice. Uh, it's the mm. second time this happened. The first one didn't go very well. Leslie Smith, though, is one of the toughest people ever. I told you I did a comedy show with her the day she got a tumor removed. It was like my wife and I had just got, like, engaged, and she came to Vegas with me, and Leslie's like, oh, I want to do a show tonight. So I had her open up. She takes out a tumor from her stomach and does comedy that night. 
And then Stefan Bonner comes and goes, look at my hand. And he has a tooth that's like lodged in there for life. And my, <laughs> and my that wife- That's where Galicio's tooth went? Uh, yeah, and my wife was like, what kind of fucking friends do you hang out with? By the way, Stefan Bonner recently got kicked out of a gym. You see the tape, McCorkle? Uh, uh-uh, no. So he posted him getting kicked out of a gym and calling everyone sheep for not wearing a mask, because he didn't want to wear a mask. Uh, uh, he's a man after my own heart. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess rules are rules, but at the same time, I, to me though, I mean, rules are rules, but at the same time, it's like you're sweating all over each other. Yeah. Does the mask really make a difference at I'm, that point? I'm with Bonner on that. Just leave the guy the fuck alone. Let him work out. Uh, you know, I, it I, seems I, silly. I mean, I know those are the rules, and I agree the rules are the rules. But I mean, that that one, that kind of application, it's like, okay, that seems. I weird. usually, if I'm on the treadmill, I'll ask the person next to me, "Hey, do you mind if I take off my mask?" And yeah, and they're always like, "Go ahead," you know, like, I don't care, you know, like I've never had anybody say, "Please keep the mask on," you know, that's usually what I do. You can I know when I'm on the treadmill. I normally ask the people if they care if I get off the treadmill. <laughs> I don't care if I don't do this because I don't like it. So. <laughs> Don Fry, what were you saying? Don? Did his pussy escape again? I was going to say, I think he's still out chasing that pussy, man. All right. Well, uh, oh, there he's back. Don, what were you saying? Okay. This week in Bear and <laughs> BYB, it's a new bare knuckle boxing promotion. Sergei. Karatinov, you know him, uh, Bacorkle, is, nah. fighting, is fighting James McSweeney. Uh, Wait, I, I feel like, Karatinov like... from Karatinov, the guy that fought Matt Mitrione in Bellator. That guy? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I do know him. Yeah. He's fighting James McSweeney in bare knuckle boxing, and Dada Five Thousands on the card too. So oh yeah, he's back. <laughs> 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 I was going to say on Dada, man, I can't think of anybody who's made more with less talent than probably Brendan Schaub. Like, uh, like that dude Boom, can't fight. That's three. We got like, yeah, that, yeah, that guy can't fight to save his life. He almost had a heart attack against Kimbo because of bad cardio, and he's back again. That dude. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I, now, it, I mean, BYB, it sounds like backyard boxing <laughs> is what that stands for, in which case I can see how Dada is on it. But I don't understand why we're covering it on this podcast. <laughs> because nobody else is. Yeah, that would be BYD to bring your own defibrillator because he's going to need one when uh, a <laughs> has another heart attack, man. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Colby Covington's sister came to my show uh, uh, when I was in Chattanooga. A beautiful woman. Uh, she's a ex- she's, she danced for the Sacramento Kings. Seems really nice. Came with a friend. I was talking about it, how like, how, talking about how Colby, how I think, I know Kobe was on the whole Trump train, but it did seem like he was becoming a little much. Like when he was on a private jet with Little Pump uh, and they were going to um, the guy from the Tiger King, the guy that has like seven wives, they were petting tigers with that guy. I was like, okay, this might be too much. We, we got to get back to, you know. So at the same time, uh, would you have joined that, uh, that trip, if, Greg, even though you weren't a Trump fan, if Kobe Company called you up and said, you want to go to, uh, with a little pump to the Tiger Kings guy? Yeah, just to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I've been like, look, I gotta go. I, look, I got nothing else to do. I gotta. Greg's go. got to get out there and chase that big pussy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you big old pussy. Oh, let's see what you got there. Uh, and then at next week, Kelvin Gastelum taking on Robert Whitaker. Uh, looking forward to that one. I hope Kelvin wins. Yeah. I really do. He's not going to, though. You know that, right? Uh, no, he looked great in his last fight, dude. I know he looked great in his last fight, but this is Robert Whitaker. But Whitaker didn't look that great the fight before the last fight. Uh, and he looked terrible the fight before that. So we'll see. I think Kelvin mm. got it. I, think I wish Kelvin would go to 170, man. I, that's a shame that that guy won't go to 170 or won't stay at 170. I know he can't make the weight easily, but I was going to say the small he's fighting those guys. Yeah, so. uh, I mean those guys are huge. Uh, I, I think, and also on that card, Dracar Close is taking on Jeremy Stevens. That's a really good fight. And Tracy Cortez, who may be the hottest girl in MMA, just like thick, but like in the, all the right areas. Like I don't, mean, I don't mean like thick, like big, like just like you know curvy. Beautiful. Big neck, a lot of neck. A lot of neck. Uh, <laughs> take it on Justin, Justin Keish, uh, who um, she's the girl that, uh, that crapped in the octagon, but like was cool about it. She wrote like shit happens afterwards. Uh, and you think the other girl's hot? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she came to my show. I, gave her, I was like, I was giving her a hard time about it. Super cool. Uh, super fun. Fun girl. That's, that's a good fight, though. That's a, that's a good fight. Um, so yeah, what else is going on? Uh, yeah, Stefan Bonner kicked out of gym over mask, doesn't go quietly. So, Hall of Fame Bonner holds an inhaler and a basketball as he alternates between talking to the camera and addressing people working out behind him. Been coming to gym 14 years, getting kicked out on my birthday because one of these sheep were complaining that my mask was dropping. Oof, Bonner says he strolls away. Well, guess what, sheep? I got a medical exemption, I have asthma. I'm doing you a favor by even playing pretend. Masks don't do anything. Wake up, you sheep, tattletales, cowards. Uh, yeah. Well, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> that, that does, you don't hear that and go, oh, well, now I'm on his side. He, uh, right. <laughs> he made such a cogent point. The way he called me sheep, I, uh, I, you know, this guy, he's really, I'm on his side now. Like, yeah, I posted a caption. Easter was a good reminder of how Christ, despite being a cool dude, was pretty maligned. When I was 10, I was thrown out of the playhouse at Celebration Station for my own birthday party for being too tall. Here I am 34 years later, getting thrown out of the gym for exercising my right to breathe clean air. That's consistency. Happy Easter. March to the beat of your own drum. So, uh, like, well, this, compare himself to I, Jesus? Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I think you're, you might be, you might be stretching the comparison there a little bit. And I love Stephen's it. Like, I love it. I love that he made the, he made it the point himself that he's been getting kicked out of his own parties since he was 10, but it's still the world's against him. Oh, it's the world. Not you, Bonner. Oh, nothing you're doing. No, the world is just against you since you were 10 years old. Like, come on, man. You know, well, listen, he, if you're going to, clearly, if we've learned learned anything from the life of Christ, it's that Stephen Bonner makes a great point. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, if anybody can, you know, like, identify, understand what Jesus went through on the cross, dying for the world's sins, it's getting kicked out of a gym. But, Uh, yeah. um, I love or or a Crystal's Pizza or whatever that was. It's so ridiculous. I introduced, uh, I introduced, uh, 
Steph and uh, Adam one night in Las Vegas, man, that was really funny. That was a funny uh, night. That was uh, a yeah, night you first met Steph. Evan Bonner has the biggest heart out of anybody. Uh, and the, the dude, will, he'll take the shirt off your back or the mask off his face for you. Uh, die for your sins. Um, he'll die for your sins. Uh, I don't understand the birthday party got kicked out for being too tall. Like, how tall was he? Exactly. That sounds yeah, – exactly. Exactly. This is not the story. <laughs> what was the team out Somewhere – like somewhere there's a <laughs> so, somewhere there's someone that works at that pizza place that has a very different story about this ten year old <laughs> that they eventually had to just kick out for being too big and beating up the other kids. Or yeah, something. I don't know. I, I think he got kicked out of a ten year old party like last week. He was thirty four and he was beating up ten year olds. Like I, I think that was like there was all kinds of. But listen, Stefan, man. You're, you, you know, you obviously, I'm, I'm here for you, brother. You're one of my favorite people. Uh, Don, what do you think about Stefan Bonner getting kicked out of the gym? Uh, sounds good to me, Burger. Hell, I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you were listening. Were you, you weren't listening, were you? Uh, yeah, of course I was. What, what's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Bonner got Stephen kicked out of the gym because his mask kept falling No, he's right. He's right. These people are sheep. And the thing is, it, it's a bunch of bullshit. So if, if you've got, say you've got a, a 10 people, let's make it simple. you got 10 people. So if you inoculate um, three of them, okay, uh, and then uh, three of them are too young to get the virus, that leaves that leaves uh, four more. How are they going to get it if nobody else is carrying it or transmitting it? You know, I mean, yeah, is, is, that, is that too hard about of math? No, no, I mean, I mean, no, not too hard to understand your math. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I might question the science, but uh, I'm not going to question the math. math. <laughs> does, does the science does the science make sense? Does the science make sense? Well, I mean, there were, not, there, were 10 people, there were 10 people at the gym and there were no kids there uh, and none of them were inoculated. So, uh, so I'm not really sure how that pertains to this particular incident, but I do understand. But, how, but if, you, if, you, if you inoculate 30% of the people and then the other, and then yeah. other 30% can't transmit it or, or acquire it, I mean, and that leaves 30%. How are they going to get it if nobody else is uh, transmitting it? You know, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Look, look, whatever, whatever, Don Fry, man, whatever you're on is what I want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody has lived through more wars, more surgeries, more fucking back pains, more drugs. Nobody's lived the lives that you lived, and you somehow survived this pandemic. Uh, with uh, you know, with with your own health care operating on yourself, so uh, you're doing something right, you know. Is it indestructible? Right. <laughs> I have done that before. <laughs> no, no. How many? How, really? When did you operate? Now, on wait a minute. And how many? How many beads did you put up your ass before <laughs> you realized that that is not how you're supposed to administer it? The TRT. Yeah. Wait, when did you? Wait, when did you operate on yourself, Don? Well, I had a big cut, and my I had a big cut in my leg from a 
horseshoe nail, you know, and I, so I, I sewed it up, um, but I, so I pulled out, uh, the, the piece that was in there and then I sewed it up. With what? Barbed wire. Uh, yeah, Barbara, are you dumb? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had, I had some, uh, horse thread, uh, um, you know, sutures, horse sutures. A needle and thread, so I just use that. You use horse stitches on your own body? <laughs> of course. Yeah. They're horse and stitches, he, not whore uh, stitches. No, horse stitches. And he stitch. washed the blood off at the trough right after he drank <laughs> from it. <laughs> that, Greg, I do have a question for doctor, Don. I've been wondering, like, uh, Don, do you feel yourself ever? I know the answer is no, but have, as you get older, do you find yourself getting less tough? Because like I went and got a jacket the other day because it was cold outside and I, it was pure shame as I was doing it because before I would have never done it. Like I can't even for 40 some years, I couldn't even use a blanket because blankets are for pussies. So at night I wouldn't like, I would not use a blanket even if I was cold. Cause I'd be like, I oh, quit being a baby. You don't need a blanket. You're cold. Like, but I found as I'm getting older, I'm not nearly as tough as I used to be. Like I'm, like, I get an umbrella when it rains now. You know what I mean? Like, it's getting ridiculous. That is, boy, you are You own an umbrella? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't talk to you anymore. That's what I figured. <laughs> but I'm you're, no, with, them, you're with them umbrella-using sheep that are afraid of a little water. <laughs> hey, hey, Greg, I'm Wake up. The umbrellas don't stop nothing. The water hits the ground, splashes right back in your face. <laughs> I'm, I'm no doctor, Greg, but are, is that normal to have horse teeth in your own body? Uh, uh, I, I find it uh, to be unusual. <laughs> John, have you ever heard of that? No, I thought at first he said he used a horse hair, like, for the tail to sew it up, and that was even more impressive. I was like, holy shit. But, um, yeah, no, like, it, uh, I don't know. Don strikes me as the kind of guy that when he gets a cut, he burns it like Rambo, even though that would make it worse, not better. You know, like, it just, like, uh, just to prove that he's not, you know, like, the cut doesn't matter. I'll just burn you. Like, it, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, I knew he was going to say no. He hasn't gotten less manly, but um, I'm not ashamed of myself. I, tried. I did try that, and it didn't work. You're right. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 Don, like, as far as, like, with your woman, right, normally, like, I go one – one night, of, one round of sex, and I'm tired. Like, but a, guy, a man, a manly man like you, like how how many times do you go per night? I never get tired when I have sex with your woman. Oh, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes one of us. Uh, <laughs> uh, Greg, how many times do you go per night? Oh come on, wait, by myself? Like three no, or four? No. no uh, oh, with my wife? Oh, uh, you know. Uh, once a month. <laughs> Sean, you? <laughs> uh, it all depends on how much testosterone I'm taking at any given time, I guess. Like, uh, <laughs> it's on if I'm loaded up or not. But no, that's, uh, everything slowed down as I got older, man. Like, I'm not as, uh, I don't know, just not half the man I used to be. I don't think we've done it two times in, in, a, in one night. I mean, in probably eight years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a time, there, you know, those first three, four years, it was, you know, we'd hit it all the time. But then once it slowed down, it just, yeah, there's no, there's no round two. I know. And my wife always goes, let's go again. And I'm like, just give me 10 or 12 days. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Sounds like you need to shove some more TRT pellets up your butt and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Greg, what do you have coming up? 
Well, I'm here in Vegas. I'll be here through Sunday. If you want to come through, I'm at the, the L.A. Comedy Club at the Strat at 8 p.m. nightly. And then later this month, uh, at the end of the month, April 30th, May 1st, I'll be in Laughs in Tucson. And then Cinco de Mayo, I'll be doing a special show in Dallas at DD's downtown in Frisco. And Sean, you? Yeah, man, I don't know. I just hope to get better. I told you I texted Adam this morning or today and told him I'd been uh, sick, man. I got think I got food poisoning. I've been trying not to car, so I find myself like uh, Dominic Cruz, like with meat in my mouth all the time. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I've been really sick, so I hope to get better. Although my girlfriend, I mean, I threw up probably 20 times last night, and my girlfriend did point out the fact I just finished Brendan Schaub's special, like comedy special. So there it is. Boom! We got four of them today. Yeah, I don't know. Don, Don, what do you got? I'm uh, just working on the um, the podcast, uh, Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity Podcast. So I uh, I sent. Uh, I sent some uh, guy that we all know and love some money um, to buy an airplane ticket, and so far he's he's uh, you know, stiffed me on the money. Um, so <laughs> I'm thinking about heading out the Indiana and kicking him in his one ball that's left. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if this is about me or Adam this week. I think it's about Tom Green. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I got I'll it. I got that right. This Friday, I'll be at the uh, the Casino Inn in Alpine, California. Uh, and then I'm at the Boca Black Box in Florida, April 23rd and 24th. Don't uh, call her that. Call her by her name. Uh, Matt, I was going to say, is that the strip club you're going to? <laughs> uh, Boca Black Box? <laughs> April 30th, I'm at Sea Legs at the Beach with Jamie Kennedy. And May 7th, and, uh, and that's in Huntington Beach. May 7th and 8th, I'm at OB Fuck House, F-U-C-H House in San Diego. And then May 14th and 15th, I'm at Tiff. How, where do you get, how? <laughs> I'm at, I, and you say it like it's totally normal too. I'm at the, uh, I'm going from, from the, uh, the Boca Raton Black Box to the uh, Santa Barbara Fuck Tank. <laughs> And uh, then I'm going to be in the uh, Portland uh, Ass Munch. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be at the Tacoma Tank Tickler. The Tacoma Tickler. Uh, the Semen Pool. The Semen Pool. Oh, that's the Semen And I'm at Tim's Comedy Club at Morris Plays, New Jersey, May 14th and 15th. And I'm doing a show at a nudist colony in Temecula, May 30th. Um, but uh, that's oh actually- my god! And then you end with the nudist colony, of course. <laughs> Wait, do you have to be naked too? No, no, no. That's in the contract. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. You have to imagine the audience with their clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, McCorkle. That was good. That was real. That was funny. That was good. Anyway, uh, he's, been, he's been the same that one since he's 12 years old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got to use it. Woo! What anyway, a journey. You guys are great. Thanks for making me cry laughing. Take care, guys. You guys are the best. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs>